Hey, it's your old pal Slim, and this is 70mm, a podcast for film lovers. Every Monday, I'm joined by famous artist Danny Haas. It's enjoyable, but I don't understand the physics of it. Like, how is he <laughs> making her fly like that? And spiritual advisor, Protolexis. Because that's the way it works. It, you know, the Earth is like a um, a VHS tape. So if you the tape is turning one way, it's going forward, and the the other way, it's going backwards. And together as friends forever, we discuss recently watched movies. Later in this episode, we're celebrating Richard Donner's Superman the movie. Will we believe a man can fly? It's time to settle the debate. Enjoy! I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Nice. Which one? Hold on a second. Let me finish my thought. Okay. And there was a person on that host that was almost to the point of tears talking about the 10 minute preview of the movie (laughs) Dune. Was it Marcy? And that per no, it wasn't Marcy. You saw the 10 minute preview of Dune in theaters. You were a guest host on Dune pod. Yeah unbeknownst to us. So you mm-hmm. shared your thoughts on the, the premiere. I did. On that podcast, not with us. Uh, so my question first is to Proto, how do you feel about this portrayal? Um, he didn't share that with us first. At two, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, we're just going to have to move past it. Um, and we're just going to have to do the, you know, the review here on the show. Danny, please. Mm. Take yeah. it's a, it was actually almost 30 minutes of film we want not of actual footage but it started with like a behind the scenes cast interviews making ofs kind of shots then timothy came on and he was there yeah he walked out in the crowd in orlando see him yeah i couldn't see him over the chairs he's a really short guy <laughs> um then he introduced the f- we watched the first 10 minutes of dune wow uh and then he came after that, Denny came on, talked to Hans about music, and then we got the the new trailer last night. All on IMAX, sound, everything. The hyperbole I heard on this podcast, mm-hmm. better than Star Wars, bigger than mm-hmm. Blade Runner, be- best science fiction movie ever made. Mm-hmm. These are all quotes from Danny. Yeah. By the and way. I, I preface those quotes with saying, I'm going to regret this. I have not seen the trailer. I'm a, a retired trailer watcher these days. I respect that. Good for I'm you. I'm out of the game. So I'm going to go in uh, with a fresh mind when this is viewing, when I have my chicken parm sandwich and I watch Dune in my basement as it was meant to be seen. Mm. Uh, Pardo, what do you think about all these positive uh, vibes from this preview? Everyone is losing their minds for this, Dune. This gives me great hope for our world. Uh, that we would be this, that we could get this excited again for a movie mm. that could be this big. Yeah, that's what people are saying. That is what they're mm. saying <laughs> with, with this movie, and that makes me excited. I mm. I want it to be this this big. Some are saying yeah. the greatest movie ever made, and it hasn't even come out yet. 
I want it to be that. <laughs> oh my God. The, I mean, it, I can't even describe what I'm, I, I don't get it. It's a lot. It's a, the hyperbole is knocking me out cold. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see this um, October or if it gets delayed another, for another year, maybe next October. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Mm. Can you imagine? Hey, Karumba, we have uh, to say hello to some new friends that joined mm. our Patreon this week. You can join our Patreon at uh, 70mmpod.com, four bucks a month, get exclusive episodes, uh, access to the VHS Village Discord, early access to episodes and discounts on Danny's beautiful prints and merch that we sell on our storefront. So Robert, Bryce, Sean, Robert, and Nick. And we are at, right now, if you want an update, like to the road to 200, I feel like we should have some kind of like explosive sound effect there. Like the update, like Mm, a ESPN breaking news. We're at 169. Excuse me. For the, for the road to 200. Noise. 169. One, six. <laughs> I don't know. This week or last week, the sweaty Tom Cruise meme has really taken over our Discord, and I'm all mm-hmm. for it. So just a reminder, at 200, we're going to do the Harry Potter movies for the patrons. I got a DM um, from someone, I'm not going to name names, to our 70MM account. Uh, the Harry Potter movies are not an incentive. That person said. Wow. Yeah. I like this That's take. Impressive. <laughs> I really like this. I like this angle. This is good. If we can keep Could have been one this. of Proto's burner accounts. Yeah. So I know. <laughs> Did I write this? That's a good. That's a good approach. <laughs> I'm not even sure if Proto follows the 70 mm pod account. To be honest, I don't think it was him. <laughs> So, uh, welcome everyone, and we appreciate your support. Perta, did you watch any movies this week? I did. I watched um, two. We had a night really, where my, my dear J.R. Scrolling picked a movie for us to watch. Oh, my. And she wanted to watch Kajillionaire, uh, which came out. I saw out. that. I was blown away that that was yeah. your movie that you logged. Well, she wanted to watch it, and I looked it up, and I saw, well, it's streaming on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Gemma from the Letterbox show, she she had a review of it, uh, five stars. Wow! And she oh said, my "Gosh, I want to crawl inside Miranda July's brain and curl up there forever." Mm-hmm. I figured that's a pretty that's a pretty yeah. good uh, pretty good take. So yeah. I was like, "I'm down to watch this," <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was fun. It's like a real quirky, fun movie. Uh, Miranda July's the director. So she has a few movies. I haven't seen any of her other ones, but um, it kind of reminded me of Horse Girl and it had like the same kind of quirkiness about it. And uh, the lead in it is Evan Rachel Wood and she's like fantastic. She has an amazing head of hair in this that goes like down to like her waist. Looks incredible, the whole movie. Mm. Yeah, your review stated something along the lines of like, I wish I could achieve this at some point in my life or something along those lines. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, if I had hair that long, you can do anything. You can just what do we- anything. <laughs> it, it, like no one can stop you at that point. No one would stop you. <laughs> That's the one thing holding you back is hair down to your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the key. I've discovered it. What else did you watch? Um, oh, and then I, I got I got to watch the uh the third installment of the Apes movies, Escape from oh. the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. This movie is so mm. good. I was not expecting 
this what it was? I had no idea what this movie was about. Somehow, because there's a you could look at I mean a lot of things and it would just be spoiled immediately. Um, but so I had no idea what was going to happen in this. Uh, but it was so great, uh, so much smarter than I thought it would be. Um, I, I loved the whole thing. I gave it four stars, and it's my wow, favorite wow, of the wow. eight movies so far. So mm-hmm. three, three is the best for me. Yeah, I agree. I think Marcy also gave that four stars. A bunch of people on our hashtag hot ape journey with our friends at the Bat and Spider podcast. They're doing all the movies for better or worse. And I agree. Three, when I watched it last month or a month back, I was like shocked how good it was. Just from the <laughs> opening scenes, I thought it was funny, very campy. Um, of course, the yeah. back half isn't very funny or campy, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. As well. Yeah, it gets so serious. There's so much. There's so much like fun stuff in this uh, with the apes. Um, but then, yeah, at the end, it like like takes a turn. But it's it's still great. I I I I love the whole thing. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how much I like this movie. Wow. Every week, uh, we give away a free year of Letterbox Pro for friends that share the show on social media. This one, I'm calling out this winner for this week. Well, first of all, you get rid of third party ads. You can um, see where your movies are streaming, get access to stats at the end of the year. And this week's winner on Twitter is, let me just get through this thought here, SG3I19. And their Twitter account, from what I gather, is a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Stan account. Oh my. They say that they've seen this movie 110 times. That's not possible. Danny, your thoughts? This seems like someone I could be great friends with. So you've won a free year of Letterboxd Pro. Congratulations. And if you want to support Letterboxd and upgrade to Pro or patron status, you can do so at any time at 70mmpod.com. Get 20% off. Uh, should I talk about a movie I watched? Can you, can you please talk about the burbs? <laughs> oh, <my> oh <laughs> baby. Talk about them, please. <sighs> the burbs. The burbs. What, what led you movie? to the burbs? The burbs. You talk about sweaty Tom Hanks, the burbs. So I've been watching a lot of movies lately, more so than usual. You know, I'm trying to do prep for the Letterbox show, co-hosting this season, which you can uh, listen to at your leisure using the link in the episode notes. And we're interviewing um, a guest in the future who's has the burbs in his top four. And I'd never seen the burbs. And I was like, okay, it's time. I'm going in. So I put this on kind of like, you know, my tablet while I'm working and I was shocked. It's Tom Hanks, the burbs, you know, it's the, it starts out with the kind of, it's the same director as Gremlins, Joe Dante. And, you know, it starts out with like a comedy. He, you get to see Tom Hanks in this small cul-de-sac. Everyone in the, on the street has like a quote unquote personality. Um, and there's all, and there's this one house that is very strange. It's dilapidated. No one has really met the owners. So all these people, this small group of people are like, oh, we got to figure out what's going on in this house. And it's a comedy based on that. And you kind of can't tell if it actually is something nefarious and like a horror movie-esque angle that's happening in the house, or it's just the leads thinking too much of it and actually nothing being wrong. So I actually had no idea what angle it was going to take, but I was cracking up the whole movie. I loved it. Um, I compared it in my review to... Scrooged, which is kind of like of the era. Um, what's his face? Said actor's Murray. name. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I could remember his name. <laughs> um, but Bill Bill Murray's in that. That's streaming all the time. Everyone watches Scrooged every year. 
streaming on your fridge probably at this point. The license to that is everywhere. Uh, Burbs is not. It's a Paramount movie. It's not streaming. I don't think I've ever seen it streaming. So it's hard to watch unless you just want to rent it, which I recommend. Mm. But I loved it. Tom Hanks is hilarious in this movie. I think like, my brother grew up watching The Money Pit. So I remember scenes from The Money Pit of like him cackling after like the toilet falls through the floor. That's like a famous Tom Hanks comedy mm. scene. Um, so I think I might need to go back and watch The Money Pit for the first time as an adult. Did you see the burbs before, Bruno? No, I want to now, though. This has to be a... Me and J.R. Scrolling have to get up in, up in this. <laughs> she loves Tom. Is it time to get into Superman? I think it might be time. We haven't even mentioned it yet to start the episode, first of all. But how about Danny's art? I don't know if it's been posted yet, but I just want to call it out right now. Do you now. want me to? He, do he's done two pieces of art for this episode. I'm not sure if he's going to... I told him that he needs to post both. <laughs> uh, he will. But the first one was amazing. He said he wasn't happy with it. He did a second one. Also amazing. And Thank you. I don't even chat, know where our... Noted uh, Superman movie film fan. I think this is his number one, maybe favorite movie of all time. He's been sweating this moment. The sweat on art right now. We thought it was time. Dick Donner has left us. And we thought it was a perfect time to kick off Blockbuster Month Part 2 early. And talk about Superman 1978. Duh. Mm. Frodo, can you fly us through the story of this film? Somewhere in the unknown universe is a dying planet. In a defiant effort to save the life of their son, a father and mother send him out into the darkness of space on a collision course with Earth. He looks like a human, but he is an alien. He blends in and lives lives like one of us. He's a reporter at the Daily Planet in Metropolis. Uh, but he is far from average, with the ability to fly, containing enormous strength and fantastic abilities. He is like a god amongst the Earthlings. And while he is a god, he is also kind and has the capacity to love. To love Lois Lane, the cat stuck in the tree, and the countless lives he saves from the evil in the world. He could be anyone and accountable to no one. He was born Kalel of Krypton, but he chooses to be Clark Kent of Metropolis. He could rule the world, yet he chooses to serve it. He is Superman. Kal-El of Krypton. <sighs> Superman the movie. Mm-hmm. Is that the official title, Superman the movie? Yeah. Oh my God. I got to read all my notes. I post this episode. Official. Danny, where were you? Where do we begin? Where were you <laughs> as a youth? As a when youth. you sat down to watch this movie? Uh, honestly, I think a lot of my viewing of this film was in pieces on television. Um, my my dad watched this a bunch of times on VHS, and I wish I had that VHS. Oh, because um, I love that poster. But I don't think I I sat down myself and pushed play and watched this film until probably 
10 years ago, maybe mm-hmm. like it was more, more recent in my life in my, my, uh, my comic book owning phase. We had this kind of playing on repeat, uh, quite a bit in the shop, uh, the store we, I worked at so, or I owned. And so, uh, that was about it. I mean, I don't have a theater moment of this. Never got to see like a re-release of it. Um, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't, um, a movie that we watched a lot. That's not a bad idea. They should re-release this in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Prado. Um, I definitely remember my dad showing this to me. Um, when I was a teen yeah, I'm watching this with him and the ending, uh, like never forgetting the ending of this movie. Um, so that was like the main thing, but to return to it again was so cool because when I was young, I didn't really know the story of Superman that much. It wasn't until I was older that I started reading comics, um, and just like know the story of Superman. And then, then from then it's like, I watched man of steel and just all the, or, you know, Batman or Superman returns those movies. So like that was the one that was in my mind. And then, so to come back to watch this uh, was really uh, interesting <laughs> from what I've like learned about Superman. Yeah. Growing up, I was not a big Superman guy. I was more yeah. of a X-Men Batman, I guess, of, of the crew. I grew up with comics, obviously, but Superman was just not my jam. I thought he was kind of a loser. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of probably nerdy kids probably felt the same way and eventually found a comic book that was right for them and maybe was like, okay, maybe it's not so bad. My first note, I don't actually, to be honest, I don't remember seeing this movie when I was a kid. I think this was a TBS Superstation John probably. Yeah, exactly. Four hours. <laughs> commercials every two minutes. This opening for this movie, I, I checked the clock. Which uh, opening? At a certain point <laughs> after my son waltzed out the room. <laughs> he gave up on this movie during this intro. <laughs> it was over five minutes long, the opening mm-hmm. credits. Amazing. Yeah. Right? Like, what's happening here? Everyone wanted that na- that letter treatment. Are you kidding me? I mean, Everyone's I want my like, name You see the test of that? You're lights. like, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, do me too. Yeah, no, 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 you have, you have to do me. I'm, I'm on there. <laughs> Granted, the music is obviously great, but we could probably do some trimming here. We could probably figure something else out, maybe for this introduction opening. I don't know. Maybe what you do five names was. at a time. Maybe like share the screen a little bit. <laughs> also, Christopher Christopher Reeve, he's fifth build in the fifth intro. Did anyone else catch build, that? They don't yeah. even. I was like, did yeah. I miss Christopher Reeve's name to start this movie? And then it finally comes up, and I was like, holy god, did they not put any trust in him? He's the star mm. of the movie. Well, how about he doesn't show up until. I, 47 minutes. 47 minutes. That's because Marlon Brando's scene takes an hour before they can even uh, have him appear on screen. My gosh. Danny, what's on your list for Superman? My first thoughts uh, is this intro with Brando. It's mm. so... I, I don't know. I mean, this is 78, right? 78. And mm. what is the comic scene at this point, you know? This this jumps straight into the uh, Brando hamming it, like not even hamming it up, just phoning in this Jor-El scenes. We will never leave you, even in the face of our death. The richness of our lives shall be yours. All that I have, all that I've learned, everything I feel, 
All this and more, I... I bequeath you, my son. You will carry me inside you. All the days of your life. You will make my strength your own. See my life through your eyes. As your life will be seen through mine. He's kind of awesome. Like, I, I kind of like the... <laughs> It's it's so weird. Like I feel like only Brando can do this. Like phone in a scene, but still be regal and kind of cool. Like it was amazing. But the story feels so wild. Like how do you get forty seven minutes into a film before you see Reeves in the tights and a cape flying? Yeah, it's wild. Like how are people not walking out of this film? Like. Right away. It's, I mean, you come into them with uh, the sentencing of Zod and crew. And mind you, I th- thought, oh, cool. This is the one where they fight so Zod. I. So <laughs> I was I. like, oh, that's this one. I guess the second one's where he decides to reverse the earth and throw physics out completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no. So yeah, you have Zod and them in the like hula hoops of death. Like it's unreal what people sat through to get to Christopher Reeves in this film willingly. Yeah. It's funny. I actually thought the same thing. I was like, I couldn't remember the plot of this. And then I was like, Oh, he fights them in this. And then I forgot that there was this whole, they, they filmed both Superman one and two at the same time. So they were kind of like teasing the next movie and uh, allegedly, that's insane to me. Nineteen seventy-eight. Wow. I mean, what what are people thinking back then? That is such yeah. a weird thought to have. But apparently, so Donner filmed seventy-five percent of the second one and had a falling out with the producers, and they were like, "Okay, stop what you're doing. Just finish the first movie." And they had to scrap everything mm. he did and reshoot oh it gosh. so that the next guy, Robert Lester, I think, could get full credit for directing the second movie. <sighs> wow. That's crazy. Can you imagine so, scrapping 75% finished? My God, so that, money. that's the reason there was the push for the Donner cut for the second film. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. more sense. So I actually remember most of Superman 2 more mm-hmm. than I think this one. I do too. Um, so looking back, it is kind of strange that they like tease that, you know, the second movie. The one other thing from the, the first 45 minutes, what we... I think we all watched the 4K version maybe mm-hmm. of this version, but that thing they do with the Kryptonian suits. Yeah. That actually, that actually hurt my eyes a little bit <laughs> watching this scene, like the silver, I don't know what kind of photography trickery they're doing up it's, in the contrast. Yeah, with, but I thought like it was kind of jarring. 3M yeah. reflective material. It's on, it's on like runner's gear at this point. So you don't get hit by a car, like just lighting it up with a light will make it shine like that. It's a crazy uh, way to like give like a futuristic, like alien look to mm-hmm. the clothing. I think it looks amazing. I loved it on screen, especially when it's the red. The red looks so badass. I felt so old thinking in my head, <laughs> this hurts my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the end of me. Mm. Prado, what do you got? My first note says Krypton looks like Legos. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, all the, all, all the, like the design of the beginning, I loved like mm-hmm. everything. Like it, like the, those portions don't look that 
great. Like the, just the landscape. I mean, it's, but it's a cool concept in the way that it like moves, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and they, um, they, like the, when, when the, um, the planet is, um, exploding or like they're going into the other ones. And then later on when, uh, the fortress of solitude is built, it does like the reverse. That was like really cool. Yeah. Just seeing it like on both sides. Um, yeah. But then when when Zod is uh, thrown into space and there's that huge dome that flips over, that was such a great scene. I love that. I like, love the that. The design yeah. of it's all so that rad. is so cool. And just seeing like mm-hmm. all these miniatures, oh man, I, I I loved like all all of that in the beginning. I think Art prefaced. Uh, I think we. I'm not sure what channel we asked him in. Um, if he because there is a version on Voodoo that is like the television cut. And it's like three oh. and a half hours long or something, but it's not available in 4K. So I think I asked him what version or if he had seen the 4K. He, he said the one things that probably won't hold up very well are the miniatures and some of the green screen stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think the first some of the miniature stuff, for me at least, did look a little bit not perfect in 4K. The one thing <laughs> that I forgot, so I was thinking of Man of Steel. Man of Steel also opens with that long Russell Crowe Krypton scene, yeah. which I thought mm-hmm. was strange at the time. But now looking back, this movie did the same thing. So exact I was just like an thing, idiot yeah. for not remembering that, you know, it happened already. So it made kind of made sense. There's a couple of moments in this beginning uh, that I love. Like we've heard this, this Jor-El kind of speech a couple of times uh, in other Superman movies. Uh, so like when he starts talking the you will travel uh, my son or my little son or something he just kind of has that like Jorel Brando kind of moments and I get a little uh I get kind of chills like mm. Brando's voice is is something else in this film I really dig what they do with it but then like Krypton starts getting destroyed and it's like he's walking in rubber cement the pace he's moving around <laughs> drives me nuts because it's like move quicker, but also it doesn't matter. You're going to die either way, but it's still frustrating to watch how slow he moves around uh, the cradle with, with the uh, Clark. Well, talk about Kyle waiting Lyle. to the last minute. Like, couldn't you have maybe like five <laughs> minutes ago? There's like the, the ceiling is falling. You in. predicted this. <laughs> also, he's talking to the council and they're like, no, we're not going to blow up. What do they call it? It's just another gravitational Something, path. Yeah. Or something. He's like, no, it's just an, we're on a different path. When they show the planet, there is like a sun next to the planet. <laughs> like, hello, you're going to die. <laughs> oh, no. But Danny, what else is on your list? I mean, after that, we get to, I mean, the next stuff on my list is coming down to teenage Clark Kent and then the death oh, of yeah. Jonathan. Uh, I kind of love the guy that plays... Clark, young Clark in the high school, but it's so frustrating to watch, uh, you know, you know, he's Superman, but he's just getting picked on. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like the, the things he could do to that idiot that just kind of knocks over the gear and takes Lana away from him. I'm just like, ah, just, just flick him, Clark. <laughs> or just something. <laughs> or just murder him. Atomic wedgie <laughs> his ass. Uh, and then he kicks that. I always... I remember this scene because he kicks that football and I always yeah. think the transition from the football being kicked, I think it's going to hit the train because the train starts coming oh, around the corner yeah. at this, the cut. And then I think that's going to knock the train off the tracks like a football <laughs> could do that. But that's where my brain goes every time he kicks that football. 
That gif, Megan just posted the the gif the of him running. running. What are they thinking? Mm-hmm. Amanda, I watched Amazing. this with Amanda. Amanda was howling. At this <laughs> it's so, so bad. <laughs> but also he like like a Muppet in that Clark, shot. what are we doing? You're, you're literally running past a passenger train where everyone can see yeah, you sprinting yeah, yeah. as fast as the train. Mm. Can we wake up, please? No one would believe I it. I guess right? also you're it's like, alien. Night, you know, what year is it? What, what's the, what are they going to do? Like, Tell their local paper that some kid was running really right, fast. Right, yeah, <laughs> ten people. You'll see it in a month. Ten people saw a man <laughs> running with the train. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Proto? What do you got? Um, yeah. So the whole thing, you know, I, my my first, well, my second note is twenty three minutes, and we're finally on Earth. Twenty three minutes <laughs> to get to Earth, and then yeah, mm. it's another like twenty minutes to get to Clark. Um, but this whole sequence, I, I love how it started with like that, uh, like a look at a comic book and it like introduces the daily planet. Oh yeah. I didn't even know that was there. I mean, you could just tell sure. that the writers just love this, love this story so much. It's all just like such a homage to like all the big moments in Clark's life. Like when he, and it, those like, we talked, when we talked about, um, justice league, like him in the field, uh, in the, you know, with the, with the sun, uh, the sunrise. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. that. I just love that. The, the mythology of the origin story is just, to me is so compelling. Like I love how it hits all those notes in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have that great line, uh, where he's talking about his, him showing off. Yeah, I know you can do all these amazing things. And sometimes you think that you will just go bust unless you can tell people about it. Huh? Yeah. yeah that's right. I mean, every time I get the football, I can make a touchdown. <laughs> that's for sure. Every time. Yeah. I mean, is it showing off and somebody's doing the things he's capable of doing? Is, no. is a bird showing off when it flies? No. Mm. You know, oh my God, that whole scene was very well written with the two of them having that great conversation. And Clark's wig almost blown off his head during that shot. <laughs> that is that a wig? That had to have been it's a wig. It's so bad, right? What is that? That was not good. Yeah, maybe that's what, what caused review? the heart attack. What was your one word review for this movie? Wasn't it just wigs? Oh, uh, wigs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Some great w- wig work. I mean, our boy Gene Hackman. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Uh, this is a noted Gene Hackman stand podcast. <laughs> Art was- uh, in chat getting defensive. I'm going to look up how long until Batman shows up in the suit and Batman begins. Guarantee it's also 45 minutes. Well, uh, well, that's the thing for me. And I was reading the reviews coming in. A lot of people said they didn't really like it until like the second half or like the final act of this mm. movie. Like it was slow. Like they were like, oh, first half, not so great. Second half better. To me, the first half of this movie is amazing i love this whole story i I just love every aspect of it of just seeing his origin story and i know it's like you know a superhero movie is that what you really want to see but like with this i don't know i just i just love it and actually i had an idea for if they did superman what they should do is just do origin stories but like have somebody different a different like uh you know a person of color just be superman and like just tell a completely different origin story yeah. for superman growing up in different you know parts of the world like that it, like it's so good to me that you could do that like rather than have a continuing mm. story about one superman just retell the origin story over and over again i think it's yeah. you could just change it in interesting ways i think tanasi coates is doing is writing the next superman movie and i think that that follows a black superman so I'm not that's sure if that's awesome. multiverse uh, or what, because there is a pretty famous um, 
Superman like multiverse story where he's he's the he's black but he's also the president I think mm. and Superman. and for me it's not necessarily seeing Superman in the capes it's seeing Christopher Reeves like we it's not just about Superman it's about seeing the main actor in this film not mm-hmm. till forty seven minutes in that's what's that's what the most mind blowing thing mm-hmm. is for me that we don't see Christopher until then we need a lot more Christopher. How was Christopher? That's the thing. I want, yeah, that's, I want more of him. Yeah. Him as Clark, the dweeb. Oh is my gosh. Great. And he sounds like Kermit the Frog <laughs> in so many scenes as, <laughs> as Clark, but it's so amazing. Like the one shot yeah, he, where he's hunched over in Lois's apartment or whatever. And he mm-hmm. like is going to tell her. So he takes his glasses off and he like stands up. Right. Oh and you're like, Oh shit. He is actually doing some work here. as <laughs> yeah. Clark. Uh, But that was amazing. I thought. Yeah. 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 He's so good in this. He's so compelling. All of his scenes. Mm-hmm. So compelling. Yeah. And just the way he really transforms himself as that character is so good. Yeah. There's so many, so many funny bits with him of just like bumping into people and, you know, pushing mm-hmm. up his glasses. He just has the whole package. Yeah, that's the thing about Clark. He's like that character he portrays is so comedic that he does it so effortlessly. Like you can tell, like it's meant to be funny, but also it's he's just meant to be a dweeb, like a, just a kind of a geeky guy. But he pulls it off incredibly well, and uh, I find myself just almost enjoying watching him play Clark more than. I care about him being Superman. It's impressive. Like, yeah. it's just, I'm, I'm so like captivated by his Clark. How about, um, he says goodbye after his dad dies and he goes and says goodbye to his mom, you know, adopted mother. They say goodbye as if like, they're never going to see each other again. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that <laughs> was crazy was that. And to real quick, back to the Pa Kent dying scene, both, I, so I watched this twice this week, both times um, I can't, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Both his performance when he says his line, when he just says "Oh no," there's some, both times I almost teared up. Like there's something like uh, "Oh no, I'm dying," but like it was like "Oh no, it's not my time to go." Like it just this mm. just that those two words, but the way he delivered it felt like it hurt both time I watched this uh, twice this week. Oh no. Yeah, I think that's my favorite scene in the movie. The Wait, what? The, <laughs> him dying? It was that that whole the conversation they have and him oh. yeah, him dying after that. Did you cry? My, my favorite scene. Damn, slow. <laughs> I I did not cry during that scene, but I tear we'll do a tear up moment. We'll play a little sound here. Is when he first runs through the street and then pulls his his dress shirt to the side. Like that is movie <sighs> magic. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Just saying that right now. There was one line that maybe didn't make any sense. I'm not sure if you caught it, but Jorel says that I will have been dead for like 500 years. Did anyone else hear that I think line? a thousand. Because I was wondering that as that like was beginning, like at the start of the movie, yeah, I, I was thinking, that wait, is, does he like, how is he in there for a thousand years? Like when he's looking at earth, are we, you know, is this like 10,000 BC? Like I was trying to figure that out because they could have done that, yeah. but then it seemed like they, they but, changed but it. But after that, he taught like while he's educating his infant child <laughs> in the ship, he mentions Albert Einstein. <laughs> right? right. So then yeah. that doesn't make any sense. I think, have it that they have like all the history of these planets too 
Like that's why they know of Earth and they know like how far along they are. I don't know how they would know that. Maybe they're listening to the just radio. Wi Fi <laughs> just beamed up to that ship. He's just <laughs> absorbing all Earth's data. But that would be the future, right? Well, if he had been dead for a thousand years, he wouldn't have known, known anything about, Einstein. about you know yeah right. the theory of relativity or any right. BS. Doesn't make any sense to me. Where's Art in chat? Can you uh, explain that to me, Art? We need a MythBusters on this. What else is on your list, Danny? Well, I mean. Clark, the Daily Planet, uh, and then we get Lois. We get Margot Kidder's Lois, and mm. I, she, for me, she borderlines that uh, endearing, but also a little bit annoying uh, <laughs> aspect of the character. Like she can really like grade on you, like grade on you, but. I kind of, I also love her. Like she's pretty great as Lois, I, I, but it's, I don't know. I don't, what'd you guys think of Margot? I feel like she's so that. unique. It just mm-hmm. as a character. Yeah. Like I can't really, there's just something, yeah, it's just something about her and the way she carries herself. Uh, yeah. It's so different than I feel like a, a, another character is written and, and, and it seems so, you know, I, I guess like, I don't know, maybe that's just like how she is written in the comic books. That's what I would imagine. And like, and then mm-hmm. Margot just portrays her so well. Um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, at times I'm like, I don't know if I really like her in this, but then by the end of it, she's so endearing and just her and Clark together are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love watching her in the daily planet too. Just kind of doing her thing, being the, the lead reporter. And I don't know that she's just fun in that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I like Margo. I like Margo as Lois. I like the character of Lois. I've always liked the character of Lois in the comics. She's probably the the coolest female character that I had read growing up. Maybe in these comics, like the one the one of the early ones that I can remember that like could hold her own, mm-hmm. and that wasn't always kind of like a damsel in distress. Yeah. So I liked the scene, you know, where the the robber scene, where Kermit. <sighs> The Clark uh, is trying to save the day there, <laughs> but she, you know, she, I just think she's she's fast, she's witty, uh, she can't spell. I'm a better speller than Lois. Um, <laughs> I like her. I like her in this movie. Nice. One of my earliest memories of Margot Kidder is probably when she's dying from the earthquake. Yeah, like I think I might have seen this scene way too early, and she's like, you know eating dirt in that shot. And I was like, oh my God, is she Insane dying? shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a very dark shot. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw that, I was like very scared. <laughs> what, what, can you think of a worse way to die? It's like <laughs> sucking crazy. down dirt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, part of what else you got on your list? So something I realized while I was watching this, what, that you know, this came out in 78. Star Wars came out in 77. So can you imagine yeah. like being a kid, you watch Star Wars and then next year you get this movie, you're probably thinking like, we're going on a run. The lotto. Yeah. We're just like yeah. each year we're going to have an amazing movie. Like that's, that must that's have been amazing. Two years of my yeah, life. Like Star Wars Talk coming about, out for the first time. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Talk about John Williams never stopping working at all. Yeah. How much time insane. off does he get a year? What's his schedule like? <laughs> I don't know. Between going from Star Wars straight into, I mean, he wrote these back to back. Like how do you write two iconic themes? Like, how do you have uh, that in your brain? Like, it's fascinating. Retire. These movies are definitely <laughs> twins. Like, because of that, John Williams. But then they also just have, like, a similar feel to me. I was thinking of uh, A New Hope. And actually, it made me think, I kind of wish we, at some point, got a George Lucas superhero movie. 
just like, I wonder what oh, he no, would have done with that. <laughs> oh, Holy cow. God. George, please. How about the interview she does with Clark or with the Superman on her balcony? How horny. My There's a few God. lines that were like triple entendres. I was like, just ask him how big his penis is. <laughs> That's what you're asking. <laughs> There's one line. I, I think she asks, does he eat? Do you eat? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, I do. When I'm hungry. You do. And then he looks at her seductively yeah. when I'm hungry. Can we like, slow? This is, is 1978, everybody. <laughs> this is a Superman movie. I wrote this down. Oh and I can't remember gosh. if I wrote this down correctly. This must have been a quote. Do you like pink? Does, was that a line about her underwear? Yeah. Because there, yeah, he was like trying to see. Also, yeah, she, he asked what, what color my underwear is. Yeah. And he tries to look right away. I was like, Superman. Put the lead. The lead. I know, but I was like, who? I can't believe Superman tried to look the first time. My Come on. Gosh. Come on. What do you think he's doing? Come on. He's, he may be Calm Superman, down. but he's still Listen, a man. Listen, he's a Boy Scout. I was just saying, I wouldn't think, <laughs> yes, I'll try to see what color your underwear is right away. I don't think that's, you know, day one. <laughs> Maybe day two. And then what they fly. What do you think of them flying? The flying was interesting. I don't mind much. I, I it's enjoyable, but I don't understand the physics of it. Like, how is he? <laughs> yes, <laughs> making her fly like that. The fingertips. The fingertips. Touch my fingertips. <laughs> it didn't make any sense, but it's fun. It's great. <laughs> Shop Dana could see her underwear, but couldn't see she was going to get buried. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on. How did he not hear any of that? But he's <laughs> able to do everything else. I mean, he gets around the planet so fast, too. All the different places he goes. He's not keeping an eye on Lois. Like, he knows where she is. Mm, his girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was BS. Come on. Admittedly, that part was BS. Yeah, the super, the flying scene, I think, is talked about a lot as, like, one of the greatest of all time. Um, I actually didn't like her voiceover stuff that much <laughs> in this. You didn't in, like the reading the mind scene? No, no, I didn't. Can you no. read my mind? Wasn't for me. My so gosh. loved it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm the odd person out. Everyone loves that scene. It just didn't vibe with me. <laughs> I thought it was so cheesy. <laughs> I, I got to my remember being disturbed by her buried alive. Oh, another scene that Amanda cackled at was when he's like flying around and doing good deeds. You know, he's like out there finally as Superman. Yeah, he saves a cat for yeah. this little girl. And the girl, little girl goes inside, tells her mom that, you know, guy saved my cat. She, and the mother like, yeah, I was like, stop BSing me. The little girl gets slapped. <laughs> Anyone else hear that audio? Yeah. Right before they transition to the next scene, the mother slaps the daughter. <laughs> oh my God. I was cracking up. That's a lot, <laughs> Superman. Sheesh. Been dead for thousands of years. Am I better speller than Lois? Chilled up when he pulls his shirt. Yeah, that scene where he's running is amazing. Um, there's a shot where the helicopter scene, really, that the yeah. first big stunt, that felt like an old school stunt. Like it felt like a stunt show. It just mm. looked so dated, but looked, but still felt amazing. Yeah. Um, Proto, what did you think of the helicopter scene, that big first intro to Superman? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, the introduction of him like running out um, and and uh, you know appearing is fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I don't know. I didn't really have like many thoughts about the helicopter. <laughs> to me, that feels like the one scene that I heard the most about. Like, I feel scene? like when people talk about this movie, like, oh, the helicopter scene, like that's the scene where, I don't know, it was just like, for, for people who saw it then, it felt like the groundbreaking Superman catching Lois and then catching the helicopter, like that had to have been mind-blowing to see. I mean, for us now, it feels dated and like a stunt show, like you said, but mm-hmm. then, can you imagine? Like, I would think the, the most talked about scene is Lois and Superman eye-effing each other <laughs> on that balcony <laughs> for five minutes. That was the 70s, babe. <laughs> Let's talk about Gene Hackman yes. as Mr. Luthor, mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, and the most amazing underground layer of a subway system, maybe in movie history. Talk about big brain thinking, getting that <sighs> set up there. That is like such what an amazing uh, villain layer to be there. Mm-hmm. He's just like mm-hmm. in the subway, he's found this abandoned mansion or whatever it is, and filling the bottom floor with water to make a pool. Amazing. Mm. Like he's just thinking <laughs> outside amazing. the box, people. Like he may have a real estate empire, but he's in the subway. Uh mm. getting free rent. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of an underground subway station that is just forgotten about. Yes. All yeah. that stuff. Oh my god. Yes, I would want to live in one of those places. The Crazy. library that he's got set up over there, amazing. Yes. So good. Mm. I, I like him as as Lex Luthor. Oh my god! I just saw the thumb in that Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Unreal. <laughs> I I yeah I loved Hackman as Luthor. Loved him. Thought he was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I loved the lair. I loved his cronies. Oh, I yeah. love how he interacted with the cronies. I mean the the or one s- scene where they have to like recoordinate the rocket. And oh they failed gosh. the first time. Oh my God. So they had to go to like plan B. So they have a plan B of like driving a truck with different disguises to hijack mm. it. I thought that stuff was hilarious. Yeah. I wrote down that first scene where they wreck that car and it throw it te- like they fake her oh, body yes. being thrown. And that sergeant just straight Dude, up wanting to assault the her. The mouth to mouth scene. He just, yeah. Chest compressions and mouth to mouth. Everyone turn around while I do this to this woman mm. who is probably dead from that car wreck. <laughs> But I'm just gonna go at it anyway. She was outside the 100%. car on the street, but not a scratch on her. Like, yeah. Pretty Let impressive. me just assault this woman. What the hell? <laughs> Could have cut that out. Could have cut the little girl getting slapped. Well, Could've I don't cut know a few that. things. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> the the one scene that I wrote down, um, Lex Luthor is trying to figure out a weakness for Superman, and he pieces together that like, okay, he came from a planet that blew up. So maybe there's a meteor. He finds a location of kryptonite using encyclopedias faster than I could have Googled this information. I've never seen anyone use an encyclopedia Britannica like that before in my life. <laughs> yeah. He's just amazing. that smart. impressive. 240 IQ. Danny, what else on your list? I mean, I love Ned Beatty in this. I think Ned is so silly, so funny. Uh, I think I read in someone's review that he kind of like set the bar for this kind of uh, so, like sidekick henchman. And it really does. Like he's he's silly and Mr. Luthor and like, 
I just, this, it was funny watching him and even yeah. his intro, the walking through the station, the, just a, I don't know. He's good. Mm-hmm. He, and he interacted with Hackman real well too. Cause Hackman to me is a, he's like a, a Brando type, very, like he feels like a serious guy, serious actor. But when you pair him with Ned Beatty, just being a goon, it's just hilarious. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes him look funnier to me. Pardo, anything else on your list that we didn't touch on? Um, let's see. Um, I, I felt hearing the line from Superman, uh, fighting for truth, justice in the American way. <laughs> Just hits a little mm. different these days than maybe it did then. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, oh, that line's not that great anymore. Makes um, you cringe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's talk about Lois's death scene for sure. Lois croaks in one of the most disturbing ways <laughs> I can remember. It's buried alive. Not even near to there. <laughs> this movie, I this ending, I think, is probably my biggest memory of this movie is Superman reversing time. And I sort of forgot about it until I sat down and watched it. And then you heard the Brando voiceover to start the movie. Like you can't interfere with Mm -hmm. human history. Something along those lines. I was like, oh God, the ending, I forgot. (laughs) And so Lois dies and this is a great scene from Christopher Reeve. He gets pissed. Oh man, he gets mad. Gets super mad, freaks out. Yeah, art says comic books. Yes, yes and... And he f- reverses time by reversing the planet. Like I, I'm forgiving the reversing time by turning the planet around. I'm I'm letting that go. I grew up on comics. That's fine. But I I like can't wrap my head around him going that fast around a planet. But then also, this kind of undoes whatever bad happens on the planet Earth in the future. Like just reverse time again. You know, yeah, just keep going. We got, with this. <laughs> we got this in the bag, Clark. Just let everything bad happen. If nuclear war happens, just reverse time and stop it, my friend. It's a good tool to have as Superman. Um, yeah, he's, he's solving a lot of problems there. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's hilarious, um, that that whole scene. And it is the most memorable thing for me. Like, I when I think of this movie, I, I, like I remembered that scene specifically. Oh, yeah, he reverses time in this. Um, by, mm. Because that's the way it works. It, you know, the Earth is like a, um, a VHS tape. So if you the tape is turning one way, it's going forward. <laughs> and it's the other way, it's going backwards. That's how time works. Um, oh, yeah, it's, no. It's, it's fun. It's fun for this movie. I, yeah. I mean, at this point, if you haven't, like forgiven so much of the silliness and you are upset Mm -hmm. about him reversing the earth, then how have you made it this far in this film? (laughs) Right. All right. So closing thoughts and uh, rating for Superman, the movie, 1978, Danny. Yeah. I had a blast watching this film. I watched it twice this week. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it both times and I don't think I, I watched it from a lens of just kind of, sitting back. I don't have any stakes in this film. I don't have any real care for, I mean, I'm not a big Superman fan. Uh, and this time frame just felt like this is just, just have fun with it. And I did, I had a blast twice watching it. I enjoy, I mean, uh, Christopher Reeves is, is just a specimen of a human being watching him in this film, his physicality going from Clark to Superman to, to being funny, to being serious His like the range he pulls off in this film, uh, is, is impressive him crying over Lois, his anger. I mean, I, I could not get enough of Clark and mm. Christopher and, uh, I love Brando in this too. I know he, 
gets a bad rap for phoning whatever in, but he's just kind of iconic for me as this. Uh, so I'm coming out of this at four and a half stars. It wow. just kind of comes short of being perfect. And I just enjoy it so much. Wow. 90 minutes a day on a trampoline mm-hmm. was part of his Good workout night. regimen. With Darth Vader himself, David Prowse. I mean, Tag team. I need to see video of this workout. Like I need to replicate this. For a few reasons. <laughs> Tell you what. Do you eat? Proto, final thoughts uh, and rating for Superman. Uh, Yeah, so like I said earlier, the first half of this, his origin, I was thinking this is a five-star movie. Everything about Uh this, we didn't even talk about the Daily Planet stuff that much, but Mm -hmm. just being Mm -hmm. there, I mean, those scenes were amazing. Uh, And the fact that a, a superhero movie, you know, Superman has that much good of just like movie without any superhero uh, is great. Like I was so engaged with it. Um, I was thinking, how about, how about like a a TV series where it's the daily planet and Superman just like shows up at the daily planet. So like, it's just kind of like their office inside there. I'd, I'd watch that. Give me a TV series Mm. about Superman, but he's just in the background visiting Lois there. Um, Yeah. I mean, it it kind of falls off towards me, you know, near the end a little bit for me. I mean, I still love it though. I I love um, just yeah all the characters. Gene Hackman in this fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll give it four stars. Four stars from Proto. Wow, wow. Bring yeah, us home, Slim. I'm the same way. I think this would have been amazing if they probably. I, I'm on the odd side. I would have cut all the Brando stuff. Mm. I was. My eyes were hurting. I was kind of falling asleep when the intro was <laughs> sound like I'm 60 years old. Great, saying it. My gosh. Um, but I did have a lot of fun. Christopher Reeve is amazing. He's so mm-hmm. good in this movie. He is so good as Clark. He's so good as Superman. I just want to follow him around and just see him doing dopey good things for people and having like little nerdy sign-offs to people. Mm. Um, so I'm a four stars for Superman. Uh, I had fun despite all my druthers uh, with the bad mm. scenes, but I had a lot of fun going back to watch it. And this is a classic, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Chris Reeves is an amazing actor. You know what I love about Reeves as well as Superman is he kind of, not only does he kind of set the bar, but he just, he, he set the tone for Superman from here on out. How he looks, how he acts. Like there's, a, it's impressive. I felt like comic books started to draw him more, looking like Christopher Reeves. Uh, they have Brandon Routh want to play more like Christopher Reeves played him. Like he really set the level. I mean, even in Man of Steel, there's a shot of Reeves uh, in that kind of um, that scene where the thing is terraforming the Earth. It's a quick cut of Reeves in that. Like he's his legend of being Superman kind of lived on through every other iteration from comics to other movies, which is, you can't ask for more. And it's amazing. God, remember yeah. Man of Steel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me. What a picture. Did I watch that in 4K? I'm going to have to rewatch yeah, that. Yeah, it's time. I think it might be time. <laughs> Gosh, should we do a Man of Steel episode? I didn't watch it right when, uh, like you guys did before. Oh, it's been oh, a long baby. time. Are we talking bonus app right now? Do we just keep rolling? We keep rolling the Superman journey. Go right to Man of Steel. <laughs> Take it to Ooh, DMs. Baby.
Well, that's Superman. We have to get into some VMs that are Superman related. You can leave us one, 70mmpod.com. You can leave us a voicemail. You can write us a letter. Follow your heart. We'll accept either. Boopie, 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 boopie. Hey, you guys, it's H. I'm just like just about delirious right now from last night, but I, I will say Superman, the movie, came out in 1978. I was eight years old, and it did the impossible. Like, it made this movie just real. And the tagline, you will believe a man can fly on the strength of Christopher Reeve, Dick Donner, Mario Puzo, the rest of the cast, it just is phenomenal. And it's because it captures the earnestness of Superman and the idea of bridging from 1938 all the way up to 1978, the way they did that in story uh, with the passage of time to ground it in the real world was phenomenal. And I will say it had the impact on me two years later in 1980 when I went to see Superman 2. I wore a pair at 10 years old. I wore a pair of underoos, Superman underoos under my clothes so that I could be Clark Kent with glasses that didn't actually have lenses, but that I could be in the theater, you know, knowing that I was Clark Kent and no one knew that I was really Superman. So I don't know. This thing was profound and changed my life. I love it so much. um, And I hope you all had a lot of fun with it. Thanks you guys. H out. Would we have Dune Pod without Superman? I ask you. What is that? Is great. Mm. That, that's that's. A, I mean, you love stories like that about a movie changing your life when you're that young. You know, like <laughs> those yeah. are so great. H coming off uh, his dunk high mm. preview night, which we talked about earlier. Preview glow. Quote quote Danny. The greatest movie that will ever be made. Oh man, better than Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, next VM. Hello, 70 millimeter. It's Sophie. Um, the reason I'm calling in today is one, I actually finished the movie on time this week to be able to listen to the recording and understand what's going on. Um, (laughs) I just finished watching (laughs) Spider-Man. Excuse me. Um, Nope. Superman. (laughs) Just finished watching Superman and it was so good. So much fun. Loved how much of a dweeb Clark and Superman were. Mm. It was very endearing. Also, when I went to go log this movie on Letterboxd, I stumbled upon Art's review, and I just really wanted to shout out that review. It is so heartwarming and endearing. Um, So thank you, Art, for that. Mm. And it also had me wondering, because I don't think I know this about the three of you, who are your favorite superheroes? Oh, my. I feel like I need to know that about you. I feel like it it says a lot about a person. Um, and if you're wondering who mine are, it'd probably be Spider-Man. Celine Dion, oh Dolly Parton, my gosh, so Beyonce, <sighs> and Britney Spears. Yeah, I think those are my favorite superheroes. <laughs> the Fantastic um, Four. Anyways, excited to listen to what you have to say about this movie. Love you guys. Bye. I don't know how to answer this now. That's a lot, I, right? That's a loaded I question. Up, I grew up with the X-Men, so Wolverine mm-hmm. was probably up there, but Spider-Man... Spider-Man's amazing. Every yeah. every middle-aged nerd dude probably would say Spider-Man, but he's a great character. He's probably one of the best superhero characters ever made. Mm. IMO. Yeah. Damn. I think for me, uh, as a kid, it was Spider-Man, but through my, like the 90s, I, I'm a massive Batman fan. For me, it's <gasps> Batman. I love, I love Batman. And 
it, if I'm honest, it's really just because I love the Joker. The Joker is a character that I've always loved in the comics through the Batman animated series. Um, it's just the anim- like I feel like the animated series for me growing up was what I rushed home from school. I remember setting the VCR to record episodes. Like just I just Batman for me was it. I loved Batman so much. Still do. We should do the Night of the Sentinels bonus episode for X Men. <laughs> My God. Maybe we also do like a Batman animated series episode one bonus episode. Uh, the Mask of the Phantasm. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a lot. Proto? Um, probably Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's probably my super, <laughs> superhero. Um, love it. But Absolutely yeah, love it. probably Batman too. Kill the hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman was like the one that I was like introduced to first. And same, I watched the animated series and it's just like imprinted upon my, my psyche. Batman's the, yeah. he's the one. I remember getting Wizard Magazine. I used to get that every month. And they had like the character designs for the Batman animated series. You know, they oh would like gosh. show the first ever animated drawings mm-hmm. of the, each character. And I, I could not have been more excited for that show to come out. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Unreal. Thanks for the, Thanks for the question, Soph. Soph. Soph from uh, Film Hag's podcast fame, which you should listen to, by the way. They just covered <sighs> The Princess Bride. Unreal movie. The games they do on that show. Unbelievable. Ever freaking heard Inspiring. of Inspiring. I didn't know you could do this on a podcast. Uh, so yes. I will say, probably some of my favorite podcast listening is the Hag Royale episodes. Yes. Of Film Hags. Mm. So fun. It's a blast. We have to get to our final VM from dear friend of the show, Art. 70 millimeter friend of the show, Art here. <laughs> Uh, what an emotional night we've all just had. Uh, paying our respects <laughs> as a community of film lovers to a recently passed away Hollywood legend whose greatest gift to movies comes to us with this movie. Uh, talking about Ned Beatty, of course, and his <laughs> portrayal as Otis. Uh, I know it's hard in this movie to take your eyes off of anything that isn't Christopher Reeve in that suit or a magnetic acting icon Gene Hackman. But uh, watch it again, friends, as they say, and instead spend every moment he's on screen looking at Ned Beatty's face. He is brilliant in this movie. He is doing a hundred little things with his body or these little micro expressions, uh, and they all just put me in stitches. He Mm -hmm. is my favorite movie henchman. And we have the added benefit of him fumbling about here in what's got to be the best villain's lair in movies. Uh, What do you guys think? Do you either have a favorite movie henchman or a favorite villain's lair? Uh, Thank you for picking my favorite movie. And uh, RIP, Mr. Donner. Love Mm. you guys. Have a great night. The king himself, Art. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Art. I love the first line that Gene Hackman says to, about Otis. Amazing, that brain can generate enough power to keep those legs moving. <laughs> That's such a good line. What so good. It's a good line. Favorite layer? I don't know. This is hard to top, I think. It really is. Uh, for me, I absolutely love... Uh, um, sorry. Penguin's ridiculous layer <laughs> in uh, Batman Returns. 
Uh, other than that, I think this one kind of takes the cake. Mm-hmm. So fun. Pardo, can you think um, of any other ones? Probably Dr. Evil's in Austin Powers. Oh, oh. oh my God. Come on. Whew. Fudge. <sighs> Another movie that we need to do. F me. Does that come out in 2002? Is there a 4K? Mm. The 4K of his teeth oh would be life-changing. Gold member is the only one that qualifies, Kev says. Mm. Dang it. Thank you, everyone, for your BMs. And mm. as we mentioned at the top of the show, blockbuster month, 21st century. For the month of August, we're starting early. We talked about some options. There's a lot of options out there. We're going big. We got a top last year. Can it be done? I think so. Can it be done? I believe so. And Proto is the first person in line after Superman. He already had his pick apparently allegedly done up. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it's going to be personally, mm. but I'm ready. When I got a 4K TV, I almost put this movie on first. Uh when we were doing faves month, I almost changed my fave Gosh. to have this movie in it. Because what? when you talk about a what? movie that is a milestone in your life and a theater experience, the movie that I think of, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, oh my, my God. That's the one. What? That's my pick. Wow. That was not oh what I was expecting gosh. at all. I'm stunned. Yeah, it's time. I'm stunned. Man, 4K of that. Are we better hurry me? because the village is buying the 4Ks and Amazon's going to jack the price up. <laughs> if we're not careful. We've TCL seen this happen TVs before. just went up 25% while you MSRP. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Best Buy right now. Wow, great pick for Blockbuster yeah, Month Part 2. Mm-hmm. Are you still solid on your pick, Danny? Uh, I... Yes, I'm solid, but when we get to the yep, you guys are going to help me out. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Furiosa. But right now we got Fury Fury Road to get through, and I'm very excited for this. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm going to turn the lights off. I'm going to turn me. on my Govee 999 LEDs behind that TV, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to pop open a fresh bag. A beef jerky. Oh Watch my. <laughs> we need stills. <laughs> it's already a disgusting looking Photoshop in chat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. The possibilities in this movie. I'm afraid uh, for what we're going to see. Next week, we have Fury Road. Proto, can you uh, wrap us up this week as we put Superman behind us? Uh, you know what I loved about uh, H's uh, VM? He said, a mo- you know, a movie can change your life. Movies, Superman mm. changed his life. And there's movies that changed all our lives. And there might be more movies. There's movies that haven't been made yet that are going to change your life. I just think that's just a, it's a great thing to know. You know, the movies that are ahead of us. Can't wait. Do you ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. We'll see everybody next week.
70 Millimeter is a tape deck production featuring original artwork provided by Danny Haas. Spiritual Guidance and V'ger, the robot who loves movies, created by Predalexis. Producer Amaritis, Dale underscore A. Prints and other merch are available on 70mmpod.com. This episode was mixed, edited, and produced by me, Slim. You can support our Patreon for access to the VHS Village Discord to talk movies with new friends, access to exclusive episodes, discounts on merch, and a physical membership card mailed to you. To check out other Tape Deck podcasts, find the link in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support our friends at Letterboxd and upgrade to pro or patron status, you can do so with a 20% off discount using the links at 70mmpod.com. Goodbye. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast.